Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, along with Charlie Reimer today. This is the part of the show where we can actually swear and scratch and do all kinds of things that we can't do on real radio. Um, and Charlie's been kind enough to stick around. So, like I said, I've been doing lightning round on my barbecue show for years. And so I finally created some stuff for, uh, the golf show here. And so bear with us here, Charlie, but if you could play a round of golf with one of your golfing heroes who you haven't played with yet, who would that be? Hmm. You know, I've never played a round of golf with Lee Trevino, and and I, I admired him. I loved him. I'd love to play a round of golf with Lee Trevino. You know, it's funny at the we were talking in the regular show about the father son deal. Tiger said something about the thing that he uh, missed this last December was that he and Charlie didn't get to watch Lee on the on the driving range warm up and hit balls because he said that's always quite a show and it's well worth watching you know uh, he's something else yeah if we declared you supreme leader of golf for one day what would you as supreme leader decree everybody's got to play faster <laughs> okay. I, I mean it it's like like george carlin said uh when you're driving down the interstate, you know, everybody thinks they're driving the perfect speed and anybody driving slower than you is an idiot. Anybody driving faster than you is a maniac, you know, yeah. and it's the same thing with golf. It's just, let's speed it up a little bit, folks. Just a little bit there. <clears throat> What's the uh, dumbest thing you've ever seen while you were covering a tournament on the golf course? Not, not like at colonial where you're never sure what's going to happen in the crowd with the gals there. But I mean, I'm just talking about something you saw while covering a tournament. Well, um, I hate to pick on her, but uh, in my days uh, covering some LPGA events, LPGA had a rule where around the, the, the scoring area, they would actually draw a, uh, or paint a white line around the, the scoring area. And um I was working with the delightful Jane Crafter, and I can't remember the event or where it was, but uh, Michelle, we uh, finished up on Saturday, and um, she stepped outside of the white line um, after not signing her scorecard and was disqualified. Oh, and and uh, so scorecard scorecard, you in a round of golf, you you've got to 
nail your responsibilities by the scorecard right. and you know treat, treat it sacred and some people just don't take it very seriously but you're not asked to do a whole lot as a golfer right but maintain a a, a neat scorecard for your your fellow playing competitor and then make sure your card is correct is, is the main responsibility that you can't miss out on it as a golf professional there you go um share with us what your what you think your biggest mistake you ever made on the air <laughs> i left the end out of fred funk one time that was oh. a little embarrassing uh i i, I was uh covering the, the old bc open now now it's a event on the pga tour champions and and i was in a tower somewhere and and um Sure enough, I left the in out of Fred Funk and and the producer on all call where everybody can hear. It's like nobody say a word. So it was like 30 seconds of silence. And uh, so the next day I go to the range and Fred was warming up and Fred's great. He's one of the nicest people you ever meet in, in your life. And he saw me and he goes, come here. And I walked over and he goes, did you? Yeah. I said, yes, I left the in out of Funk. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and we had a nice laugh about it and everything was good, but. Yeah, it's not good to leave the end out of Fred Funk. No, 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 no. Uh, if we put your skills to music, Charlie, what would the music be? Gosh, uh, it would be some old George Jones. He stopped loving her mm -hmm. today. You know, that sort of thing. That's the extent of my singing. But I like the slow, sad country music. Did you ever listen to George Jones' song called The Bird? Uh, if you haven't, I might have said, I, did I say, I haven't heard that. I might've said, did I say George straight? I meant to say George Jones. He stopped loving her today. One of the all time greatest country, uh, songs ever, but no, I'm, I, I'm sure I've heard the bird. I'm just not real familiar with it. You'll have to look it up on YouTube. Cause it's funny as all get out. Uh, yeah. I'll just leave it at that, but you, you can, you can do that. Um, uh, what, as you recall, what's the worst tournament you ever covered? And it doesn't matter the reason why, whether it was the play, the weather, whatever it was, but do you remember the worst one you ever covered? I was covering a um, uh, corn fairy tour event for Golf Channel, and we were uh, somewhere in the mid-Atlantic. And, and um, gosh, you cover so many events, I can't remember all of them. But it rained and it rained and it rained and and um, on Saturday trying to get the car out of the parking lot for TV was um, that some of the guys in the crew literally stripped down to their underwear and they lined up a deal where you get your car going and they and there were four or five of them that push your car out of the TV <laughs> car. That's the only way we could get back up on the road and get out of there. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, yeah, so sometimes sometimes weather just makes things nasty. And, you know, when you hear and watch TV, you see people, you know, from the chest up, they look good. But from where you can't see us, a lot of times if the weather's bad, we're just absolutely covered in mud. So it's hard to get out on the course sometimes and get to your work position when the weather's bad. Do you, you remember a guy named Haywood Halebrun? Worked for CBS years ago. Very stoic, stuffy guy. Always had a houndstooth jacket on, kind of a bow tie, uh -huh. kind of a taller Alex Maselli kind of guy. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah. Well, they, they, sh what you were talking about is it was really hot. Um, and 
I saw the outtakes of this is how I know it. And, and he was trying to do his stand up and they pulled the camera back and he's standing there in white tennis shorts and shoes, but he's got a sports coat and tie on. Cause that was coming yeah. off as soon as the stand up was over. But in the middle of his stand up, a dog starts barking and then a dog stopped. And then it started barking again. As soon as he'd start to talk again, and then it stopped. And finally, after about three times, he turns around and he goes, shut up you son of a bitch <laughs> like that <laughs> and the yeah. camera and the camera guys lost it you know they were yeah. they were like that um when there's a weather delay i mean a long one at a tournament and like golf channel replays the previous year's tournament and stuff what do you guys do i mean you can't really leave uh, in we, case the weather we drank and, we drank and gamble and smoke cigars there you go uh, <laughs> No, it's um, you know, it, it it it's it's a lot like um, you know, when as a player, you just have to go into shutdown mode and and um, you, you know, you go grab a book or uh, you know, sort of get away from everybody. Announcer sort of, you know, do the same thing. Uh, you you just have to shut everything down and and uh, disengage and and uh you know you wait for an update and when, when you're going to get back out there and you just sort of think about you know how you're going to tackle whatever issues might come your way when, sure. when the show does resume but uh there, there's just a lot of there's a lot of waiting around in golf no matter yeah. what what side of, you know whether you're playing whether you're calling you're in the business you, you know we play outside is beautiful most of the time but a lot of times it isn't and those are the those are the tough days and you just gotta disengage until it's time to go again there you go. If you could dine with a historical figure, anybody, who would it be and what would your menu be? Oh. Uh, historical figure. Um I should have something a little closer. You, you know, Teddy Roosevelt looked like he was like the most amazing character. Yeah. And I, I recently watched a biography on on Teddy Roosevelt. You know, I mean, what talk about, a you know, a man's man, you know, diving into the into, you know, ponds in Washington every day in the wintertime and and a war hero and giving a speech. You, you know, he'd just been shot. It, that that would be an unbelievably fascinating dinner um, to 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 have uh, spend some time with 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 Teddy Roosevelt. And then, um, of course with him, you know, it'd have to be like a bison steak or something. Oh, sure. You know? <laughs> sure. Something you got to cut with a knife, right? Yeah. 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 Won't be painted uh, hills. Wouldn't be painted. Yeah, hills, exactly. Sure. So, uh, but he, he, that, that would have just been, uh, you know, it seemed to me like he'd just been a fascinating person to, to have a meal with. Yeah. I think you're right on that one. If you could re erase one mistake from your past, what would it be? Um, well, just in general, I, I would, when, when I was, um, playing professional golf, I, I just would get too negative. My self-talk would get, um, pretty bad. You know, it, it's sort of hard to expect that you're going to go out and play decent golf when you're telling yourself you suck, yeah. you know, and, and I just didn't, you know, I, I wish I could get in a time machine and go back to a younger me and say, Hey, get your head out of your butt, you know, yep, and just, let's go play golf. Let's, you know, find, find some things to be positive about and, and uh, negative self-talk is just, is just a bad deal. What's one thing you miss about your twenties? 
<laughs> not hurting all the time. <laughs> I could get the ball out of the cup. Yeah. Without pain. How about that? Yeah. I, I, I'm down with that, bud. Um, who is your favorite um, golf writer, sports writer? I don't like any of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine with I me. got so many of them. I, I, listen, John Hawkins, I worked a lot with him when he was at Golf Channel, and he's my favorite curmudgeon. I, I, I always loved him. We didn't agree on much, and we would fight and argue, but there was some mutual respect there. And, sure. And, uh, uh, the Hawk is, uh, he's something else. I, I miss having my conversations with him, but by and large, it's a pretty curmudgeon group. Yeah, it is. I get Van Sickle on the show pretty frequently. Uh, yeah. it, that's a, that's a six foot tall curmudgeon right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite movie, Charlie? Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a sci-fi buff, you know, and, and the original Star Wars just sort of started it all. Uh, it was in 1977. I was 10 years old. It's like the coolest thing I've ever seen. And and every now and then I'll see it cycle through on the TV. I'll watch a little bit of it, and I still think it's really cool. Just think how many things it changed, uh, how much uh, oh, yeah. it, it spawned in that industry. And and uh, I, I, I enjoy that sci-fi and star wars really started it all absolutely what were the best and worst concerts you ever attended that you remember uh, that you remember <laughs> you know i recently saw vince gill's a friend of mine and he's he's been with the eagles now and and uh um i've only seen him once with the eagles and and uh it was a it was a show bridgestone arena in nashville and it was just incredible. And and um, um, when Vince was introduced, it was like about a five minute standing ovation before they could even play again. You know, I was a hometown boy and they already sure. grew up in Nashville, but he's sort of an ambassador for Nashville. And and uh, I just thought it was an incredible experience seeing the Eagles. And then worst concert. um I don't know that it was a concert. My wife drug me to some cultural event. It was a musical adaptation of Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew. I made it about 30 minutes and I was out of there. <laughs> my earlier, well, last year, because we're first of the year, but my wife took me to a flute concert. Yeah. Okay, that's enough said about that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Know, she took me to Bocelli, a Bocelli concert one time too, and I didn't make it very long in that. Didn't make it very long there. Um, yeah, just not my genre. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually think about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, I love some good chicken fried steak. I mean, it's going to be Southern boy stuff, right? Sure. The chicken fried steak. It's going to be some yeast rolls. It's going to be some uh, fried okra, some mashed potatoes, full jacketed mashed potatoes. Um, I, I like the, I like the skin on, and you know, plenty of gravy. You know that uh, that sort of stuff. Good old Southern boy stuff. About a pound of butter sitting over there. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. have butter. Irish, but Irish butter. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Uh, I uh, 
was kind of surprised you didn't say a low country boil there. Yeah, I like a low country boil, but you you know, you 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 sort of narrowed it down. I mean, I had to kick barbecue out, I had to kick low country boil. I mean, I went right for the chicken fried steak. <laughs> okay. Okay. Over the years, what's been the hardest part of your job? Um could be the travel, could be crappy hotel well, rooms. Tra travel stinks, um, hotel rooms stink, but, but, um, uh, sleeping is tough. You know, it, it's, it's like when I was playing, you know, you're always dealing with some anxiety Either you're playing great and you're nervous about it or you're playing bad and you're miserable about it. And either way you don't sleep. And then, uh, years of doing morning TV with a three ten wake up call, trying to, to get to sleep and then get enough to where you could be coherent, uh, when the show started. Uh, have, having that 310 wake-up call, I, I would say sleep is probably the, the biggest challenge. I still hadn't quite figured it out. But, uh, um, you know, if you're not sleeping very good, it, it's hard to function at the level you want to function at. That's true. Um, I traveled for years, as you know, and I think that was my biggest complaint was living on the West Coast, doing work on the East Coast or doing work across the pond and then coming back and then trying to gear up to leave again in a few days i mean my sleep schedule was so screwed up yeah uh, you know it, it just uh it looked like a lee trevino on drugs thought process <laughs> you know it, it was tough yeah, not a good sign yeah okay last question here buddy um if you could deliver one message to the golf world what would it be besides speed up your play <laughs> Um, you know, most of the time it's, it's, it's not an issue, but, um, I, I just, uh, golf is, is, is a game that's meant so much to me and so many folks, um, it, just be respectful of the game, uh, the, 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 the people on the golf course, the staff out there, um, it just, it, golf is, you know, when you step out on a golf course, it's, it's sacred ground, you know, you, you got to you got to leave it the same or better that that it was for you and and just respect the game respect the people around it and and um if, if we all do that then man, those habits sort of can spill over to life a little bit too and and uh just just sort of you know makes i, I hate to be sort of pie in the sky but you know makes the world a better place you know you're yeah. just all a little bit more respectful in everything we do and start on the golf course and let it spill out from there. And, and, uh, you know, so the golden rule, do unto others. And, and let's, you know, let's just be cognizant of that when we, we step on a golf course. Yes, absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll tell you my deal is, um, I'm no teetotaler by any stretch, but I dislike drunks on the golf course, especially yeah. when, when they are getting really, loud and i mean i don't have a problem with people cheering if they make a birdie or laughing at their buddy if they got five bucks on the line and he blows the putt i mean all that stuff's fine but when they get drunk and obnoxious i i'm not down with that at all that's just me yeah but, but. yeah have a good time out there but keep it in your sphere you know when yeah. what you're doing starts spilling over to somebody else and that's an issue yeah, absolutely. Charlie Reimer, it is always great to talk to you. Thanks for sticking around for After Hours. You're, you're one of my favorites to talk to on this show, buddy. 
And good well, luck with all the help. I appreciate you having me on and appreciate you checking in on me a lot uh, over this past year. I, you, you knew I was struggling a little bit and uh, you reaching out to me uh, really meant a lot. I appreciate our friendship. Thank you very much, Jeff. No problem, Charlie. We'll be back next week with another edition of uh, After Hours, this time with Bob Herring. Until then, go play some golf, have some fun, and be kind. Take care, everybody.